sight. Caterpillar to a butterfly. It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. And a happy Saturday morning. Thank you for tuning in to Green and Growing here on 95.5 WSB. Starting off your morning with 56 degrees. It's definitely going to warm up later, and I think we get a break from the rain today, so that's going to be nice. If you need something to do today, all the greenhouses, all the nurseries are open. That's going to be an ideal place to be. Calm your fears a little bit. Shop around, bring some plants home, and throw them out in the yard. And happy Pie Day. It's 314, which is Pie Day, so that could be pie. That could be pizza. That could be anything. And happy birthday to my mom. Today's Kathy's birthday. Jason, Justin, say happy birthday, Kathy. Happy birthday, Kathy. <laughs> happy birthday, Kathy. Yeah, I think she's listening. So, yeah, happy birthday to my mom. Well, we got a exciting, an exciting interview coming up for you here in just a moment with a, uh, a game show host that many of you may know. But first, I did want to take Crystal's call. She's been waiting up in Bartow County. Good morning, Crystal. How are you? Hey, good morning, Ashley. How are you? I am great. I'm having a blast today. Thank you for calling in. That's making my show, just listening to and talking to people. I love it. Well, I'd love to tell your mom happy birthday. So happy oh, birthday, thanks. Kathy. <laughs> so my question is about moss, uh, if you have just a moment. the uh, Most people seem to try to get rid of it. We bought a house that has a pretty substantial area uh, that has beautiful, thick uh, moss that my kids love to run around on. So... We have noticed that some areas grow better than other areas, and I have never attempted to keep it. So I have no idea uh, what would be a good plan of action to try to, to get the areas to all fill in so it's it's nice and, and lush everywhere. I'm envious because as soon as you said the kids running around, and I mean, I think moss is the best. It's soft. It, it stays in place. It's it's green. It's it's beautiful. So it really needs three things, three ideal things, Crystal, to to have success there, and it's probably growing there because of this dense clay soil, which we know we've got Georgia red clay, but compacted, and it just probably hasn't been tilled or nothing's been done to it in a long time, and it's shady, and it's just an area, whether it's low-lying or because of the shade, it stays moist. So all three of those conditions are ideal. So actually, it may be easier than you think to make it spread. It takes a while to spread. It's not like a grass that's going to shoot off runners and spread that quickly, but it's easy to transplant. If someone has it in their yard, yard that doesn't want it, you can get a, a square bladed shovel and just scoop it up almost like sod pieces. And it's just easy to transplant in a sense, just place it right where it needs to be and it'll take hold. There's a lot of things online, Pinterest and places like that. People swear by buttermilk, putting existing moss and buttermilk into a blender and doing all kinds of things. You'll get mixed reviews. A lot of gardeners swear by it. Some say that that only works in really high humidity areas, which I don't know. I mean, at certain times of the year, Georgia could be high humidity, but that's worth a, a day of science experiment with the kids if you wanted to do that. But otherwise, just take it where it's really dense in some places and dig up a few little patches, maybe like a three by three patch if you can, and just kind of start to move some around like carpet pieces and see if it spreads. Perfect. And, yeah. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. The other question that I had is, is that, is it okay to put down something like pre-emergent in areas where I am starting to get some weeds to come through or is it going to hurt the moss? 
It won't hurt the moss because what pre-emergence going to do, that goes after weed seeds, like weeds that come in from seed, and it stops the seed from germinating. So in the case of the moss, it's already established. It, it I think it grows by spores, if I'm not mistaken. So pre-emergence not going to hurt at all. That's actually probably a good thing to do to keep the weeds out of there for sure. And when you mow, if you need to mow, if the weeds get that bad, obviously just keep the, the blade height you know, high, and I mean the moss is going to do great. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, Have a great day. You too. I really appreciate the call. That's so fun. I can just see Crystal's kids running around on the moss. That's that's really a nice like little spring and summer image. Okay, so without further ado, Celebrity Gardener. I was so excited to chat with a celebrity because he's outside of Georgia. He's outside of Atlanta, outside of Georgia. I've got Ben Bailey, host of Cash Cab. And you know, this time every Saturday, I have so much fun to do Celebrity Gardener. Sometimes it's Atlanta personalities, musicians, politicians this time went all the way to new york for ben bailey the host of cash cab and stand-up comedian hey ben welcome to green and growing thanks thanks for having me so you found yourself on a garden show what will we discuss (laughs) gardening i guess at least in part in new york what do you do do you maintain a yard or a landscape i mean that's the easiest low-hanging fruit question I actually live out in the burbs now. I moved uh, out to Jersey. I have a big yard, and we, we basically uh, are planting all kinds of different stuff. We've got a, uh, you know, we're trying to get a hedge around the property line, and it's a, it's a little tough with the cold winters up here. Luckily, this year has been very mild, and some most of the things have survived the winter. That's a that's the battle of uh, growing anything in New Jersey. Right. <laughs> As winter comes along and wipes it out, but uh, we've got a veggie garden and. I guess I'm relatively active in a, in uh, in the gardening area. I like maintaining my lawn. My sister is, oh, threatens to make a T-shirt that says I'm a little weird about my lawn <laughs> for me because I, I think that's part, probably the part that I like the best uh, is is maintaining the lawn, trying to keep the weeds out and have a nice lawn. And people make fun of me for it, but then when we're like out there and they're barefoot in the nice like pure grass. Yeah. They really appreciate it. And I'm like, yeah, you were laughing at me, but this is awesome. They are green with envy. Yeah. So the T-shirt idea, that could take off here in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm a little weird about my lawn. <laughs> now, let's see. <laughs> are you weird in other aspects of life? You get to travel oh, yeah. and do what you love. You get to do stand-up comedy. I do, yeah. I am I, I am weird in, in most <laughs> most aspects. I mean, unique is maybe a better way, a better word to use. Uh yeah, I, I mean, I feel I feel very fortunate that I'm able to make my living traveling around and making people laugh. Comedy shows, bad comedians, which you you don't know anything of, but getting tomatoes thrown at you on stage—is there any other thing that we're missing? Maybe folks use <laughs> are eggs we, are or we something else back nowadays. To gardening? <laughs> yes, I have to. It's a yeah, must. Tomatoes. I've never had tomatoes thrown at me. I don't think I've ever had anything thrown at me. Someone flung a quarter up onto the stage once. And you thank them for the tip, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I like. I can't remember what I said, but uh, it was at, at at this like Pocono Resort. This was like a, years and years ago, and the guy running the show shut the show down because someone had thrown something on the stage. Holy cow! He just like killed the mic and the lights, and the show was over. I was like, what happened? <laughs> on the phone right now with Ben Bailey, stand-up comedian and host of Cash Cab on Bravo, and you're coming to Atlanta. Yeah, a week from tonight, I'll be at Center Stage here in Atlanta. I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't done shows in Atlanta in quite a while, so looking forward to it. I always have a great time down there. Now, I got to ask, how do you get to the show? Honest answer, Uber, Lyft, cab, or your uh, own car? How do I get to my stand-up show? Yeah. 
I'll have a like a car service car. I'll be okay. driving from the hotel. <laughs> okay. That's that's a great way. Sometimes you're you're waiting for one of those cars, and it's like your lift will be a, arriving in three minutes. And like, well, yeah, but it's said that for twenty minutes now. <laughs> yeah, you're the headliner. You can't be late to your own show. <laughs> I can't be late. Yeah. No. Well, they would wait for me, but I'd hate to keep the whole crowd waiting. You know. And that's where the tomatoes come in play. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who was they the, could uh, eat them when they were hungry? They're waiting for me. Who was the artist? I think it was like Lauren Hill. She, you know, the. Fuji's or whatever. Yeah. She she had a show yeah. here in Atlanta. She was like over an hour late. I mean, people were just pummeling what? her for that. Oh yeah, for her own show, oh, she was like over an hour man. late. Don't be that did guy. She give a, did she give a reason? I mean, Atlanta traffic could have been like a really easy, legit one, but I don't even know. I've had it happen. Sometimes you, it's a perfect storm of traffic up here. So the traffic reporter in me, watching you host Cash Cab <laughs> for years, are you in the 14th season? Uh, I think it's 15. 15 seasons. Yeah, I think 15 is about to start, mi- middle of next month. So you are a game show host that maximizes every bit of multitasking. How do you do it? I always drove for a living. As soon as I had a driver's license, I started getting jobs where... I was driving to make money, and I always loved it, at least until Cash Cab came along. (laughs) But uh, um, it all just worked for me. With your entertainer background as well, like you're able to really, even though your back is to the passengers and the contestants, I mean, you're still able to really engage with them in a really good way. Well, thank you. And it's pretty funny that you say that because it's like the only show where I, tur- I just turn my back on them. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's get started. Can you imagine Pat just... Sajak doing that? Just turning away from the wheel and be like, all right, guys, y'all are on your own. <laughs> yeah, just turn around so he's facing away from the contestants. All right, now I've got a game for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, I do. And it's going to be you easy. about gardening? Uh, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> but fans of the show, Ben, they recognize this. And we're stuck at a red light, and that triggers a red light challenge! (laughs) All right, red light challenge, but for my purposes, with your permission, can I do a green light challenge? Because we're green and growing here. Yeah, Okay. go for it. Green Green light challenge. challenge. You and I are plowing through the interview, pedaling through. So I need you to name, I've got a list of holiday-specific plants. Whether something about the holiday is in the name or just plants associated with a certain holiday, I just need you to name five. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, That's a tough one. Uh, Christmas tree? Yes. Okay, so it could be trees? Yeah. <laughs> so if we were in the cab, I would just keep saying Christmas tree. Yes, that's what people do. Christmas tree. <laughs> They're just going to make it right. You got that one already. Christmas tree. <laughs> um, Valentine's roses? Is, yes. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, okay, Two. okay. I, um, mistletoe. Yes, ooh, very good. Three. I'll give you, I'll give you Easter and St. Patrick's Day. I thought I was about to be on a roll. I said mistletoe like I had a few more. (laughs) Mistletoe and um, Easter lilies. Yes. Ooh, okay. That's four. Oh, that's really one? Yes. Easter lily. 100%. 100%. That was a total guess. (laughs) And then Um, in a few days, we have St. Patrick's Day coming up. Oh, right. And those are clovers, green clovers. Oh, he did it, ladies and gentlemen. He did it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So one last thing I want to ask. You do like gardening. You do like spending time in the yard. What is some advice or some encouragement that you can give folks who are maybe new to this garden thing? I would say be patient. You can't rush it. Yard work cannot be rushed. You're going to have to be persistent. Yeah, it's about the work, not about what you get out of it. That part's great, too, when you get to sit back and look at it or lay in the grass or whatever it is and enjoy it. 
Well, so you're in Atlanta a week from today. Center Stage Theater right there in downtown Atlanta next Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are available. You can go through my website, which is therealbenbailey.com, or you can go straight to the venue or to Ticketmaster. And I can't wait, man. It's going to be great. Check out some of my stand-up. You can look at my YouTube channel. It's Ben Bailey Comedy. And I'm Real Ben Bailey on all social media fronts. Who's the fake Ben Bailey? In oh, I the- don't know. Some guy who had the website. <laughs> that stinks. You have to say you're the real one because you are. <laughs> no knockoffs. And I certainly appreciate you doing the most random thing of your week, coming out to a garden show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was fun. Well, Come out to the show, everybody. Next Saturday, the 21st center stage at 7.30. One show only, folks, to go see Ben Bailey, host of Cash Cab on Bravo. We so appreciate your time, Ben. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ashley. Nothing like talking to a comedian early on a Saturday morning to make you giggle. And that list of the green light challenge that I had for Ben, I'm going to have that uh, comprehensive holiday plant list on my Facebook page later on today. Green and growing WSB. If you don't already follow it, I think you should. There's some good advice there. All right. Coming up on 720, we're going to check traffic. We'll be back on green and growing on 95.5 WSB. If you're forced to work from home because of the coronavirus, listen to Atlanta's news and talk anytime on any smart speaker. Tell your Amazon Echo, Google Home or HomePod, play 95.5 WSB and depend on it. You got a lot of nerve. 725, welcome back to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. A weather update for you this weekend brought to you by Finley Roofing. You know, we had fears the Quick Trips uh, Folds of Honor 500 was going to get rained out tomorrow. And in fact, now it has been postponed. The entire race called off for the weekend. But there is a chance of rain tomorrow. Anyways, if you have plans today, though, it's going to be mostly cloudy. High of around 67, lows in the mid-50s. Yeah, that 70% chance for rain comes back tomorrow and then may stay in the forecast through Wednesday at least. A high tomorrow around 67 again. Lows around 40s and showers likely at times. So keep it here on 95.5 WSB. And while it's dry today you may have time to get out in the yard. Green and Growing growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. So three simple things that you could have uh, your spouse or your kids help you with in the lawn today. Don't want you to get overwhelmed. you got to start small. It's a good time to be tidying things up. You know, I cut back my Liriope, my monkey grass. I just pruned it by hand. I don't have that much. I mowed my fescue for the first time since fall the other day. Cut back my rose bushes. Getting ready to cut back my panicle hydrangeas. Um, that's going to be something pretty basic. And my Rose of Sharon, I have left that just twiggy and limmy and ugly all winter long. So that, But the three things on my list, none of those things are on the list, by the way. Planting potatoes. That's going to be something fun to do, whether you want to do it in soil or in a uh, Rubbermaid container of perlite. I know that sounds a little different, but if you just have a deck or a patio to work with gardening and a smaller space, that might be ideal. Go to WalterReeves.com. Those are the directions I'm going to follow to do that on the back deck just for fun. Remember, potatoes are heavy feeders and they just need consistent watering. You're going to have a harvest before 100 days is up, I guarantee it. You can seed or sod for fescue now. Fall was ideal, but a great time to seed. Just make sure to get that good seed to soil contact. We're looking for soil temperatures to be above 60 degrees when those seeds are really ready to germinate. And lastly, you can prune the shrubs that don't flower, just the foliage shrubs. And some examples, ligustrum, juniper, euonymus, and arborvitae, just to name a few that are good to do now. Got a lot more information in the hour and a half left of the show. Call in 404-872-0750. I'm Ashley Frasca. We'll be back after this.
sight. Caterpillar to a butterfly. It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. Very happy to be here live in studio. I've sanitized everything, wiped everything down. I think the last one in here was probably Mark Aram last night. You know how I know? He left his coffee cup here. So, we're, we're making things work. We're, we're making do here at uh, WSB. We're safe in Midtown Atlanta. Hope you are as well. I know many of you are so disappointed your weekend plans are getting canceled. Just one thing after another after another. But my colleagues and I, when I came in this morning, there's about five or six of us here on any given Saturday morning. All excited to see each other. Can't give each other the high fives and the hugs and stuff that we normally do. Social distance, as you've heard Robin say, social distancing to kind of, you know, keep everybody safe. But Robin, you had a great point when you and I spoke this morning. You were encouraged by something that you saw at some nurseries over this past week. Yeah, you know, I was kind of going a little stir crazy. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Already? Oh, no. And I'm thinking... You know, where, you know, after you spray down the Lysol and all of this jazz, you know. So I figured I would uh, take a little drive over to the local Home Depot. We have two of them down in Fayette County. There's one in uh, Fayetteville and one in Peachtree City. And both of them had a lot of people. And I, th- I thought it was kind of a great place to go because you're outside. You know, a lot of the plants are out on the, on the street, on the sidewalk. And then there's a Pikes in Peachtree City. And, and there were people in the parking lot. And you kind of get that outdoor, you know, walking in the park kind of a feel. And then you could buy a few plants. And nobody's really touching each other because, at least at the Home Depot, they have that gun. You know, the, the gun to, to check you Scan out. the barcode. scanning yeah. barcode. I call it a gun. It's not a gun. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about actually it's early and um yeah so it was kind of nice and and then i you know dug up some dirt in my courtyard we don't have a like a house house we have a townhouse of the courtyard but i like it to look pretty now are you, you know? putting things in the ground or are you keeping things in no, pots just what are you in doing? a pot okay. but it looks nice you know when you come up to somebody's front door and you have the two pots there and some fresh flowers and it smells nice you know it People are really down and out with this thing. I don't know if you have, you know, elderly relatives or family members and people are shut in and they can't, they don't want to go out for coffee to their local coffee place, wherever that may be, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. And I don't know, to me, flowers and plants cheer me up. Yeah, and gardening can bring everybody together and you still have enough space to roam in these nurseries and the greenhouses of the nurseries. But I think it is going to make people feel a lot better. And I'm so glad you observed that is going to be a boost in the economy too. if folks get out and buy plants. That is the one place, Ashley, where I think that people can... Listen, am I the coronavirus police? I'm not. (laughs) But at least, you know, you're you're standing outside and there's the aisles are very wide. You know, when you go to Pikes and you're out in the garden there. I've done plenty of interviews there for the station and you know, everybody's so friendly. So, you know, you just keep your distance from the people, buy a couple of flowers that look nice, plant them in your courtyard, in your garden, bring them home. I, I, to me, it, it just changes the vibe yes. from all the negativity. Well, and thank you for sharing the positivity of all of that, Robin. I appreciate it because gardeners are some of the most friendly people. You know, in my 10 years here at the station, I have done political shows. I've done traffic stuff. I've done garden stuff. 
And I mean, I love dealing with our listeners through a wide range of, of categories, really. But I will say gardeners are just so pleasant and nice and keep things positive. So, folks, I mean, that is something to consider. And you've got the kids at home now. So probably thinking about maybe a homeschooling type situation or some continuing education for the kids. I had Ian on Twitter who made a great point. Listen, if I get the kids out to help plant terraced rows for a backyard orchard, we're going to be covering math, science, physics, history, you know, physical education and more, just getting the kids out in the lawn. So that's really something to be thinking about. Just get the family out and enjoy the outdoors. You've got some time this weekend before it rains. So, all right, off my soapbox, 404-872-0750. Our friend Peg over in Tucker. Good morning, Peg. How's it going today? Good morning, Ashley. So what you got for me? Well, you know, everybody's kind of staying at home a lot right now. And uh, I was just thinking... They could uh, read a book like Peter Rabbit with uh, Mr. McGregor, mm. or they could uh, watch something on uh, streaming like The Fantastics, okay. which is a musical. And you know what those two things have in common? I have no idea. Well, they're both about gardening. Oh, hey, Peter Rabbit. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... Um, when you have a garden, uh, a lot of people put a lot of time into it, uh, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot wow. of hope. Uh, some people just naturally have green thumbs and everything grows. But I want to know what you think about people borrowing vegetation oh. from somebody else's yard, whether it's cutting flowers that they grew or whether it's, uh, you know, digging up a little plant that they want, or even from common areas like the pansies that are out in the uh, most of the complexes. Sure, the, yeah. The I mean, that is such a popular bedding plant right now, Peg, for sure. Pansies are everywhere. So, Jason, you've got to take on this, too, a pretty interesting take of uh, something your dad has grown that he was super proud of, and then what happened? So my dad orders uh, tulip bulbs every year from Holland, and uh, people have just come by and cut his tulips and taken them. Like, is he on a main drag, a main road where people are walking by? Yeah, anybody in the neighborhood, people walking their dog and just clip oh. his tulips, and, and then they're gone. It's not like a tulip reflowers. No, yeah, and I mean, a lot of them don't come back either. They're not perennial bulbs, so you get to enjoy right. them that he one Right, he digs them up, you know, mm-hmm. so they're two-week span where they're absolutely gorgeous. So I'd love to know someone's mentality there. Like, they're coming by the house. You know, obviously, you don't just carry pruners with you. And then they have to go home and say... Go back home and get some and come back back. and steal them in broad daylight, too. It's not like they're sneaking up at night. So... Peg, back to your thoughts on that, too. Uh, I definitely wouldn't advise it unless you have a great relationship with your neighbors. But again, going back to the friendliness and just the sense of community that a lot of gardeners have, most of the time, those people with green thumbs, like you said, are more than willing to share their plants and their experiences and their successes with other people who may not be so fortunate. I mean, you can propagate almost anything from just a cutting you know you can do shrubs you can do trees if you have a plentiful crop with your summer um you know vegetables that you're going to be doing coming up squash and beans and tomatoes and peppers and things what better to do than to share with your neighbors but yeah that's kind of on you to make that decision to share it rather than having it be done for you but um you know that used to happen to my mom as well she had beautiful 
camellias along the driveway. So you'd physically have to walk onto her driveway to to get a look at these two huge camellia bushes. And there would be a lady with her uh, little child in a stroller that would come through the cul-de-sac. And one day she just walked down the driveway. And I mean, the flowers are showstoppers. They're so beautiful that you couldn't help but want to pick them. And she did. And and my mom wasn't bothered by that at all. But um, I definitely think there's something to be said for maybe asking permission and things like that. I mean, what do you think? Have you ever done that or had people do that in your yard? Well, I, you know, I have a lot of wildlife in my yard. Oh, well, they may steal it, you know, without your knowledge, too. Right. And Walter <laughs> was always trying to determine what what kind of wildlife was attacking different things. Yeah. Um, I, I think I had a lady with a cane come in my yard and use her cane to walk in my yard because they're little little round holes in the turf. <laughs> so something aerated your turf, huh? Well, I was talking about having a handicapped path, you know. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe she was ready to try it out before it was ready to be tried. Well, and yeah, she could have given you the idea for it. There you go. So gardeners are very welcoming people. And, you know, you can also look at it on the flip side. Maybe it's a little bit of a nuisance depending on, like, Jason's dad, the pride and the money that it took to grow whatever it is that people are snatching. But Think of it as a compliment, too. It's very flattering that people are admiring your yard so much that they would want to be a part of it and get immersed in it just by walking in. So, Peg, thank you so much for bringing that up. That is a great point. 404-872-0750 here, taking your calls all morning on Green and Growing. Some of the the feedback I got uh, from the first few weeks of the show, it's been almost two months now, so this is this is cool that we're just rocking and rolling, but people wanted uh, more calls and more interaction with garden questions and what other listeners were thinking because you think about it someone calls with a specific question but just with you having the courage to call in and ask that question you're helping so many other people who are driving along or sitting at home and i have that exact same thing you know so it's twofold really it's it's getting the advice that you need but also helping others who may be experiencing the same thing and i want to let you know too if you do not want to be on the radio and you call 404-872-0750 and you're just tired or you're groggy and you're like ah it's not for me any time during the week you can open our WSB Radio app. That is free to put on all your smartphones, the WSB Radio app. And down in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little symbol, open mic. And you can record yourself, almost like an answering machine. You can record yourself. Hey, this is for Ashley. My name is Peg in Tucker, and I have this garden question. And it's just real short and sweet, like maybe 20 seconds. And then it gets sent to me, and I can play it on the radio the following Saturday. So that's a really good option, and I actually encourage folks to do that just so we can kind of have a quick back and forth as well. All right, some things to do this weekend. Now, I made this list a few days ago, and I'm hoping a lot of these things have not been canceled, but I knew the weather was going to be decent. If you can get out there early tomorrow or today, and you're already starting to go stir-crazy, maybe some of you, and it's only been like two days. But uh, a seminar at Atlanta Botanical Gardens, Five Steps to Create an Outdoor Space that You Love. Go on Atlanta Botanical Gardens' website. I didn't have a chance to do that prior to 6 a.m. this morning. That class was scheduled at 10 o'clock. There is a fee. So atlantabg.org. For more information, if you need to make sure that class is still happening at 10, Georgia Iris Society meeting today at 2 at the Episcopal Church on La Vista Road. Something I was excited about, my friend Mark Banta, who is CEO of the Piedmont Park Conservancy, passed along the Doggy Dash and 5K at Piedmont Park. That was supposed to be tomorrow. 
that has been postponed, not only because of COVID-19 and coronavirus, but also because of the chance for weather there. But that is a dog-friendly event. Participants with and without dogs can come to Piedmont Park, and all of the proceeds are used to maintain and enhance the Piedmont Park Dog Park. So that's something you want to be on the lookout for when that is rescheduled, the Doggy Dash and 5K. The Fragrant Garden by the North Fulton Master Gardeners. That's on Monday night off Brandon Mill in Sandy Springs. And the Daffodil Color Fest. Now, that's a Gibbs Gardens up in my neck of the woods. And that's something that you can definitely go and keep your space and take the family. And you just have open air and wonderful opportunities to see thousands of daffodils. And you know there's so many different colors that you probably haven't even imagined or seen. And that is at Gibbs Gardens through the middle of April. So hopefully I just gave you some maybe field trippy type ideas of things you can do with the kids. You do need to keep them stimulated this next week or two, mom and dad. I know that's stressful and it's a challenge, but gardening is always a great place to go first. Something that'll keep them engaged, maybe wear them out and they'll sleep better at night. Coming up on 748, we are going to check traffic and weather and we will be back on 95.5 WSB. Staying at home because of the coronavirus? Listen to Atlantis News and talk anytime on any smart speaker. Tell your Amazon Echo, Google Home, or HomePod, play 95.5 WSB and depend on it. Lots of Bob Dylan today. Thank you so much, Jason. This is great. Sets the tone. It sets the mood. I hope you're waking up slowly and calmly on a Saturday morning. It's 7.53. Ashley Frasca here on Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. Updating your weather forecast for the weekend that is sponsored by Finley Roofing. Today, you're going to get out in the yard. You have a lot you could be doing. Things are starting to dry out a little bit, and then it's going to get soaked tomorrow. But today, just mostly cloudy. Highs almost at 70, lows in the mid-50s. And then tomorrow, yeah, that 60 to 70% chance of rain. There it is. Highs around 67 again, lows around 50 Showers likely at times throughout Metro Atlanta. And also stick with the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app if you're going to be out and about this weekend. That'll warn you of any construction delays or crashes, especially along the wet pavement tomorrow. So that's a good app you could download as well. In addition, of course, to the WSB Radio app. 404-872-0750. Is it Vinny or Vini in Dahlonega? Vini. D-E-N-N-Y. Well, hello. How are you this morning? Uh, doing good. Uh they're talking about doing some planting and things like that. I'm headed to my dad's. We do. Uh, we start our garden every year. Well, it's been started now for about uh, about a week and a half. Oh. Uh, we have a greenhouse. Yes. And we start everything in it. And uh, then, you know, when it comes time, plant it out in the Now, what the seeds field. did you start? I'm curious, Deanie. Uh <laughs> Oh, we've got about 12 different varieties of tomatoes. Wow. We've got okra, corn, onions, uh, cabbage, broccoli. Uh, I forget what else we put in. we got uh, probably about 22, 2,400 plants in right now. Now, the cool season stuff, like the broccoli and the cabbage, we still are going to have enough time to, to get a <clears> harvest <throat> from that before it gets too hot in the summer? Oh, yeah. Wow, and you're in Dahlonega, so a little mountains, bit cooler, so. right, right. That yeah. is so exciting. I am and, so uh, excited for you. And so that's something you and your dad bond over, right? Oh, yeah, it's been going on for years and years. My dad's 80, and uh, he's he's probably already down there now. <laughs> Getting up early and getting <laughs> ahead the greenhouse. Now, do you have kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and that's something uh, well, to pass down. I think that's something so special that if all of you can just, you know, teach each other a little bit as generations go along, that's so important. 
she used to really, really enjoy going out and, you know, helping us in the garden. Now she's married and, you know, got kids for home now, but, yeah. uh, she used to love it. And see, we do all our farming with horses now. We don't even own a tractor anymore. Wow. That is so cool. I bet you've got a beautiful piece of property, uh, huh? It's, it's nice. It's been in the family now since about 1960, 1959, something like that. Wow. All right. So I got to ask you real quickly. So you started these things from seed and I mean, about how close are they? How many days have they been growing? Mine have been maybe about 14, 15 days. Uh, yeah, some of them has been about that. We do some later to have some later stuff come in. Uh, we just kind of stagger it here and there. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, dad gives away all kinds of plants. Uh, he won't sell none of them. People come up and they know he's got tomato plants or whatever. Yeah. Cause most of the time he'll have, you know, 14, 1500 tomato plants. Now that's what I'm talking about. See, gardeners are so generous and sharing. I mean, you really get something out of that. 12 different varieties of tomatoes. Dini, I love that. Thank you so much for the call and inspiring us. I love that you do that with your dad. We got to go out and take a break here coming up. I did want to correct a couple of things. Um, I did check on atlantabg.org and that five steps to create an outdoor space you love that seminar that has been canceled unfortunately all of their classes and things canceled through march 31st and also tell you about the atlanta home show that was scheduled for cobb county next weekend that has been canceled as well so folks that have tickets they'll be able to redeem them at the fall home show at the cobb gallery in september the north atlanta home show thinking ahead to next february and march so those tickets are still going to be good just at a much much later time all right we got to step out Chris from Conyers, don't go anywhere. You'll be up next. You're listening to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.